Young and Silky, Angel Devonport. Well, technically, I only have one. I'm Angel Davenport, and I'm always young and I'm always silky. Okay, all right, all right. I'm so sure. here we are with Angel Davenport. <laughs> uh, it's Miles Sauce Live. We're back again on a Sunday night. Uh, we're lucky enough to have Angel in the house. She just got done last night. Two last nights night. Ago. Two, two nights ago. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like last night, but. Yeah. Uh, empty Bottle came back around on a mm-hmm. big tour that culminated in your own. Your hometown, oh, yeah. place you did everything. What was it like uh, getting a shot? It was an amazing performance for you. You weren't there. Uh, Angel's been working on some music for. I about to dig into this, but uh, sort of grateful's out. Yeah. The tour is over. How are you yeah. feeling right now? Tired. It's been thirty days. Thirty days. Twenty-eight shows. I've been on the road for a month. Literally traveling everywhere in the van with like four other dudes. It's been awesome with them. Um, you know, farts and all. <laughs> That's me included. Um, but no, for real, it's been incredible. Like, this is the first time I've ever been on the road on my own without, you know, the rapper chicks. And I have gotten so much better because of them. Mm-hmm. I've learned so much from those guys. And I've gotten the opportunity to really show myself off to people who I never thought I'd be able to show myself off to. And for them to be so receptive has mm-hmm. been incredible like what was it like getting out to other cities i mean you also put together like a very deeply personal project we'll mm-hmm. get, continue getting into that but yeah. um you were kind of bearing your soul everywhere you went like city to city and it was also your first introduction so that yeah. had to like kind of make an impact a bit absolutely um i've done i did music i know um you saw it during the set on friday that i have that's not out yet you know i talked about a lot of different aspects of who i am like you know being <laughs> This cat is my bitch. Oh, can I say bitch? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Okay, I was like, yeah, this, is this is not the radio. This is not the radio. Can't say asshole. <laughs> um, yes. Man, that cat wants to fight. She knows what it is. Um, yeah, it's, the, it's a house security. It's the studio security. You know, here. she holds yeah, shit yeah. down. We haven't lost um, a mic yet, so she's doing a good job. <laughs> that pussy is Jesus. Um, no, for real. Like, you saw my set on Friday, and it's a lot of music I have yet to put out. It's also just a lot of different things for me, you know? I feel like I used to rap about stuff, and now I have, like, stuff to rap about, mm-hmm. you know? You know, that's a really good point, though. I mean, I feel like, uh, especially today, you see a lot of artists, um, like, especially living in, like, the internet world, you know, where there's an idea of, like, having experiences versus talking about nothing. Yeah. Um, where I feel like you just went on, what, like, a two-year-long, three-year-long journey that yeah. kind of wrote this album for you. Do you want to you wanna tell us a little bit about, like what inspired the project deep yeah. breath <laughs> yeah deep breath deep breath you know um but no i was like everybody goes through shit and i feel like unless you know it's that whole idea of like being a professor at a university and teaching people how to do something versus being the person who goes out and does it right yeah, totally. um, so how did you what was it for you that um you've had a, a world of experiences but were the most recent ones that really like kind of pushed you into a new artistic um realm that's I... a long fucking question my bad no, you're good. You're good. No, that's a great question. Um, I started a group, Rapper Chicks, 
and it was awesome. Still is awesome. But we've gone through some ups and downs. You know, mm-hmm. we've had five members, we've had three members, we've had four members, different times. Um, but we lost a member a couple years ago, I think maybe three years ago. And it was very hard on the group as a whole. I also went through a really terrible breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean like a personal breakup, but a group breakup. And it broke me down a lot. Like it showed me a lot of different things, a lot of different perspectives that I hadn't experienced. And I was in shambles. So- <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's so funny to say like I was in shambles and then laugh at this cat. Um, no, but for real, I was in, I was like, I was broken. And I moved to Minnesota and I spent a lot of time healing. And I've only been there a year and a half, but all of that time has been spent like working on music that makes me feel better Mm. and working on music that says something as opposed to just sitting around writing about shit that I don't know anything about, you know, or trying to like get in other people's heads, figure out what is relatable. You know, I, I feel like there's a lot of people doing that and like I don't have the want or the will to try and fill anybody else's shoes. You know, I want to say what is real to me. And I feel like that's what I'm putting out now, talking about things like keep your hands off me, Mm -hmm. you know, or like talking about my dad being in jail when I was younger and not like knowing him. You know, I feel like those are the things I really wanted to put into music and, you know, being queer. You know, I wanted to talk about being like a queer black woman and how that affects my life. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get things like that in the music, which is dope that it's relatable, but that's not what I want to do anymore, you know? Yeah. Do you feel like it became, I mean, you've made this music over the last three years. It's coming out now to everybody. For the rest of for those of us who have been watching it for a while, we already knew like the background story, but it seems like it's also kind of culminated in like a national or international conversation as well that you, not like you planned anything like that, or it's like a great thing that that's happening at this time. Well, I mean, it is and it isn't, but, um, uh, how has it been? Have you, have you felt like you've been more receptive? Like the reception the other night at the empty bottle when you're doing my, my pussy is Jesus and things like that, <laughs> which is like funny, but at the same time, very powerful statement to make. You know what I mean? Um, what uh, have you found like a lot of positive reception because maybe of like the climate we're living in right now where yeah. there is a lot more? We're seeing like female congressmen, we're seeing female and everywhere, like empowerment yes. kind of thing. And you kind of just found your way into that. Not that it's new for you, but like your music is kind of yeah. right there with it. it. No, it it actually it's not new for me as a person, mm-hmm. but it is new for me as an artist. And with the climate we're living into, you know, like not even post, but like mid Me Too movement, and right. like amidst all of our congresswomen who get who are getting elected, being like black, queer, Muslim, um, immigrant. Yeah, everything. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty dope. Like it's a pretty. Um, powerful time to put out something like my pussy's Jesus or to put something out that's like keep your fucking hands off my jeans right you know that's a pretty powerful those are pretty powerful statements to make um in a time like this but I also feel like it ended up happening naturally you know like I didn't plan to put these songs out or go on tour with them now it just happened like that right and I think you know? that's the that's what makes it so authentic at the mm-hmm. same time. You know, it's like, it wasn't, you've always been this person. Yeah. It just so happened that. I mean, I just never figured out how to, how to make it receptive and how. You got someone in the house, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Shooting shots from, no, you're, from no, it's okay. She's right. We, we did plan, we plan a lot. You know, we plan a lot on how we're going to, 
put things out, you know, but we don't plan like what topics we're going to write about. We you just can't plan write on like, the president of the United States having an access Hollywood. It's not like, you exactly. know what I mean? Like, like it just happens. Too, yep. Right? Um, we didn't plan those things, but we did plan on like, how are we going to put this out? You know, let's put something out before you go on tour, you mm-hmm. know, things like that absolutely are planned because we have a plan we have an idea of what we want to do and where we want to be in like five years, 10 years, you know, so that takes plenty of work. But as far as, like, the music I'm making, I don't plan that. I write it from the place I'm in then, you know. I was at the – I work in a club, too, and, like, I was at a club, and I saw some random dude smack my coworker on the ass, and I, like, grabbed his arm and was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he was like, no, I didn't know any better. And I was like, you do know better. <laughs> like, you said you're, that right away. Yeah. Like, you're my re- one, you're my regular. I know what you're doing. And two, like, what if that was your daughter? Because somebody has a daughter. I was like, what if that was your daughter? And he was like, oh, yeah, you know. And I was like, what are those, your mom or your sister? And he was like, yeah, I feel that. I knew what I was doing. And I was like, yeah, keep your fucking hands off that girl. And he was like, my bad, you know, my mm-hmm. bad. You know, like, yeah, cool, you're bad, but, like, don't fucking touch somebody who doesn't want to be touched. Never really understood you know? the thing myself. Like, especially, like, the the whole Louis C.K., like, like masturbate in front of people for no reason and stuff like that. It's just like, a, there's a... I think that one of the me too things I've learned is that dudes are doing really weird shit all the time. Dudes do a lot of weird shit. I've seen all a lot time. of weird shit with some guys, <laughs> you know? I mean? like, you know? It's like, wow, there's like people are yeah. really playing this game with a lot of different angles. <laughs> well, I'm, I feel like I'm super fortunate in that I've had a lot of male friends who are pretty respectful. Um, some of my best friends have like seen me naked and don't care, you know? Like, would never try anything in the world. But then there's some guys that see you outside and are just like, let me just touch you. Just to do it. Just to do it. And it's like, bro, slow your roll. Like, you're not getting any pussy that way. Like, <laughs> That's the thing, right? It's like, it's like uh, fishing with like a, like a gun or something. Like yeah. That. <laughs> what you're, the fuck? You're, fishing with, you're fishing with no bait, bro. <laughs> <Right>. Like. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Um, going to Minnesota, <laughs> what was it like going to Minnesota, though? Because like, I know a lot of times when I have... Uh, when I have like stuff I'm trying to work out, if I'm like, trying to write about experiences here in Chicago, I find that like getting out of town a lot of times helps clarify those things. You yeah. find like just getting out of town helps you like give you peace of mind that you could sit down and actually like s- sit with those experiences you had and like figure out how to tell those stories. Because when you're in it, it's yeah. hard, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Those getting moving away from the city has to be one of the best things I chose to do ever, mm-hmm. like in my life. Like I feel refreshed. I feel enlightened. I feel open. Gave me a chance to just be by myself. You know, not fall back on friends Mm -hmm. when I need something. Um, Like mentally or spiritually or emotionally. Like it made me step up my game, you know. As opposed to reaching out and being like, man, let's have a conversation. Let's just smoke and like, KK. You know. Like I'm growing up. Like a lot of the things I used to do, I don't do anymore. you know no doubt but mm. they're grown you know it they sounds have convenient kids. right you can't take the convenience away no bit. they got kids they got lives they got mm. Sorry. <laughs> um they got kids they got lives they got homes they got jobs you know uh-huh. they got shit they got to do so like they don't have time to right, just right. talk about like my bullshit and I, not even to diminish it and say like it's not important. You know? Well, it's just it's like Im- stuff. That, yeah. It's yeah. Shit that we can figure out ourselves. Right. Like you don't need Sometimes a- you lean on other people. Yeah. I'm like if I need to talk, like I'm going to go to my therapist. 
and Word. sit in my room <laughs> and meditate with my candles and my frankincense yeah. and figure out like what the problem is, you know? Well, that comes with growth, right? And that's like a lot of what your album is about and a lot of what like a lot of your music is about right now is like that mm-hmm. growth is like a musician, but growth is a person as well. Where like you learn not to like, I mean, we all go through that. I think that's, we were talking about that earlier today. It's like the fun part at this point, like having hung around for a while or whatever. Like you start seeing different people doing different things, watching you on stage empty bottle was funny like thinking about us all being at those old picnics at Kimball house in the summertime and like all the great talent that was in that backyard mm-hmm. um but that growth is like real and it like it makes you look at things differently like you're not depending on people as much is that something that really like played into like the whole you know getting out on tour doing it on your own like finally like breaking away not breaking away but you know having like the segue from the rapper chicks for a moment where you're like standing on your own yeah totally i mean the goal was to always get out here on my own like i've I love being in a girl group and I love having other women who I can support and who support me. But I mean, essentially, all of us want to be our own artists. Mm-hmm. You know, all of us want to do things on our own. Um, so I, I think, you know, watching Sam do work at music the way she does, seeing her do it, seeing a lot of my other homegirls be successful, like Sophia. watching people like Princess Nokia, you know, not homegirls, but still very successful women. Yeah, definitely. You know, I want to be an artist that paves the way on my own for certain other women, you know, and not just women, for other artists in general, you know. I say women predominantly because there are a lot of women who don't get shine who deserve to get shine, you know, and we have to do it on our own. Mm -hmm. So I feel like while Robert Chicks gave me a great base, like it was awesome to have other girls being like, yeah, you can do championing. Um, that was dope, but eventually you gotta take a risk, jump out there in like the pond. Yeah, and, right. Um, Sam and Sophia really gave me like an up because Sophia was like, "Hey, like, you should put out an EP. Like, you're going on tour. Mm-hmm. You have something to sell. You have something to talk about. Like, put it out so people know it." And Sam was like, "That's a good idea." And so we did it. We got together, made a plan, put it out, and then I get to Chicago yeah. and people know the lyrics, and I'm like holy shit like you're <laughs> you gave listening some time too you gave yeah time you know that it. was the last show so that was like a, a great thing to see but even in places like dc or you know hearing people come up to me in new york and be like yo like the doomtree forums are popping they're talking about this girl who is killing the show every night you know that's not something i anticipated i was just like going on tour i'm excited I want to see what I can do. Do you feel you know? like you took like, I feel like when I saw you and I couldn't, can't speak for like every night you're on tour, but like just seeing you on uh, Friday. Yeah. Felt like you were taking like, it felt like years of like, like just everything was poured into like those performances. Like there was like, everything was there. It was like when, you know, like sometimes they have openers, you know, they just roll out the balls, like do the thing. You, like, know? you were coming with some energy. You're like really came in, a... like, you were ready to go. I got my computer. I got it all. I'm DJing myself. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I was, a, I feel like I might have been a special opener for this. Like I, um, I got the privilege of being direct support and I wasn't actually supposed to be, but it worked out that way. And it was super cool. What? Tell me about that story. Like, how um, is it not supposed to be? Well, I don't want to go too much into that because yeah, it would right. get really petty really quick. Because I'm slightly a petty person sometimes. But unexpected. I put it on. I put the petty on me. Okay. Um, but I was supposed. To, I wasn't supposed to be direct support. I was supposed to be an opener, and I got lucky and got to be direct support. So it was like how long before you went on tour? Did you find that out? Uh, a week before. So was that like? Did, did you feel like that kind of pushed you? 
yeah and totally to like make take it up like another yeah i yet. had 30 i was doing 30 minute sets to begin with and by the time we got to austin which was like maybe a week and a half in almost two weeks in they mm-hmm. were like do 45 minutes stop doing 30 yeah and i was like okay like let's see what songs i can add and i was like let's throw in some singing because like believe it or not like the two songs that are all singing like halfway through the set after treat them like I wasn't even doing those. Oh, like, really? To begin. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't doing, like, Blame, which was, like, the first song. I wasn't doing those to begin with. I was starting with, like, raps and just rapping all the way through. Mm-hmm. And that was cool, and people loved it. But adding those different aspects of myself, like, letting people know, like, hey, I'm a singer, and I'm a rapper. And truth be told, I've been a singer. I was a singer first. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been singing since I was, like, four years old. Like, I was in plays. I was in talent shows. I did all that stuff first. My mom will shut up. My mom will, my mom will tell you like, I was singing at my uncle's wedding in the middle of the dance floor, like loud as fuck, spinning around in a fucking white tutu, like living my best life. It sounds sounds about right. Yeah. I mean that's that's me. (laughs) So like it was important to me once they were like, oh you have more time, can you can you do more? I was like, yeah I'll I'll figure it out you know, and adding those songs gave me an opportunity to really show and showcase who I am. As opposed to just being like, I'm the super intimidating rapper who can like wrap circles around you. Well, I was gonna say, I think the first time I really like heard you sing, I probably heard you sing before that, but like remember hearing you sing was mm-hmm. um, on the Oh My, the yeah, all, I, all I remember them is, I don't even remember the names, it's probably one I and seven. Be your secrets. Was it not? Was it one and seven? Show me your spine. It was the first song and the seventh song. Yep. For some reason, all I had was yep. one and seven. It was titled Damn that way. But those songs were amazing. And like, it was like some of my favorite Ooh. songs off that, that project. But um, you building the, like, the singing and the rapping together. Like, uh, I've seen people like, do it in ostentatious ways, you know, ways that like, come off like, uh, kitschy. Whereas you, like, you, you like, made it very silky like, all the way through. <laughs> it was very smooth. Silk, baby. <laughs> um, what was it like building that together? Because like, it had to be, you had to like think about that a bit. You didn't want to make it just seem like you do two things. Yeah. It's all a part of you kind of. Thing. I mean, the toughest part was like figuring out where to put it in the set. You know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I it was see. so, um, so awkward at first to be like, I'm going to do this hard ass song about like strip us twerking this money working and then be like, now let me tell you about like put it on me. Like, let me talk to right you. Right afterward, you know? But learning where to put like some of those freestyles and like where to put some of those songs as opposed to like just the raps was mm-hmm. like a big learning curve for me you know i kind of built my setup at first it was all rapping and then after when i figured out like how to do the singing i put all the singing like i'd say within the first like half of the set the first like 20 minutes 25 minutes of the set and then did like all the rapping afterward because that's where I want to end on. You know, mm-hmm. I want people to end like on a little bit more of an upbeat kind of vibe as opposed to like when I'm singing to you, I'm giving you like my soul. Okay. Like, All right. I mean, that's I, a good, I like that as like yeah, a you know, discernment like, or whatever. Put it down on me is like hot and steamy. And then like you get to like strip and it's like, <sighs> let me talk about how my dad was in jail and like my mom struggled and shit and like, <laughs> bring your bring you to tears right, right. which is like a, a cool thing to me because like well the juxtaposition right you gotta be yeah, able to talk about everything which i had no idea was a thing until some lady in seattle was like you made me cry and i was like bitch what Dope. like you're making me <laughs> cry because you're crying because like i never thought this was like a, a you know i didn't think it was a thing for uh-huh. me i just love to do this you know i never thought of myself as relatable or 
that people would receive me the way they've been on on this tour. But it was it was cool. And then after Seattle, I had like somebody crying to me every night, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Wow. Like you're something. So you're just out here just killing them. Yeah, some lady was crying because she was like, "My pussy is Jesus," and I was like. Why are you crying at this? We said that like, three why? times. You gotta explain pussies to people who might not be familiar with it because <laughs> you can't keep saying it without like, we're gonna sound People are gonna be like this it. non-Christian <laughs> bitch. Um, my Pussy is Jesus is one of my favorite songs. It is a song on my EP, Sore But Grateful, that features me and Sophia Aris. Um, it is produced by Hood Internet. Shout and out to Hood Internet. I know, shout out to Hood Internet because he really came through with the Chicago juke, like, vibe and i was like oh i could dance i could shake my ass to this scream my pussy jesus to it like it was just dope you know um but essentially it is about like being a woman and being powerful and like the like last verse is like all pussy is a motherfucking miracle straight from the gods all article like birth you work you bleed like earth you like that's what we like we're women like we create everything the earth is a mother you know Mm -hmm. like don't get it twisted like men are dope they got they're raw they got all this power, but at the same time, they wouldn't be here without women. This is true. You know? Like, women are women. We're Therefore, the shit. Pussy is Jesus. Our pussy's fucking Jesus. <laughs> know where you come from, my G. You know? Literally. You came from these pussy lips. Know where you come from, boy. Came from this pussy. What was the craziest part of tour? What's something you like learned a really good lesson? Through a fucked up situation, possibly, Man, or a great. funny situation, <laughs> or a weird situation. There's always one, right? Bring a gas mask <laughs> for the van. Yes. <laughs> they should make like special van, like tour van, vans gas that like masks can like for the empty out through the for bottom. When you're on tour with six boys and you can't breathe. No, for real. Um, man, a good, a good no. Shut up, I can't think. Projects <laughs> um, are funny. Um, what would I say is a good advice? Do laundry whenever you can and sleep because it's easy to get teed up and, you know, kick it with everybody and have fun and do a bunch of drugs and do a bunch of drinks, you know? Not saying that's what I did because I'm a sober girl. Um, except for drinking. Because I'm, like, drinking on camera. Um, No, but for real, like, I drank, like, four times on tour. And, like, it was already tough for me to, like, sing for, like, 28 days in a row. Mm. And, like, keep my voice. And my voice is already super raspy. Thank you, boo. No problem. Um, My voice is already (laughs) super raspy. And it's very easy to, like, just run off, you know, when it's ready. So I would say, like, as much fun as the partying is and all that other stuff is, like, you don't have to... Get hammered every night. You don't have to just, like, do everything that you see on TV while you're doing it. And, you know, while you're at it, get some fucking sleep because you're not going to have it. Like, you're going to go every day and you're going to get in the van. And while you might sleep in the van, it's, like, four hours of very bumpy ride sleep. And, like, yeah, no one's talking. Sleep type shit yeah, it's not, it's not real sleep, you know. So, like, sleep when you can. And don't get hammered every night. So that was a good tour. Well, you're also with some vets. You had some Man, veterans on tour. So, like, I'm sure, veterans. yeah, you, there was, like, yeah, th- here's some stories. It was like first times out on tour where you just, like, 
you learn all the ways of the road mm-hmm. thing, like in a hard way. But yeah. POS and the guys have been out on the road forever. Man, so like POS and Astronautilus, Fadeaway Jumper, aka Asker, and Brock. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, well, they've been doing it forever, so yeah. like, you, they have to have it down to a system by now. I learned so much. Lots of shit from your show. What was it like you. getting out with Doomtree? Uh, you know, obviously, Psalm over here is had to connect for a while but for you it's like a bit of a new bit of a new experience right it's uh, all new territory yeah so what's that been like yeah it's it's been dope like the Midwest, the minnesota connect minnesota <laughs> um it was actually super cool like i have come into contact with a lot of people and sometimes people are super dope and sometimes people are divas you know and doomtree is actually super stellar about everything like very supportive very uplifting they make a point to like really push you forward if they rock with you mm-hmm. and that was like a great thing like i mentioned earlier like the forums were like lit i just joined a dude forum like yesterday i don't know if people still did forums like that they like, do that that's still my name is still angel davenport and they were like when they added me they were like oh my god atl you killed it and i was like i should have went under my real name <laughs> so i didn't know who i was yeah i was like I was like, I shouldn't have said anything. So like, Kevin roll, Shardy. Just like Kevin Durant with the fake Twitter. No, but they, stuff. Yeah. but they're, <laughs> no, but they were super supportive. Like some guy was like, in Chicago, it's, it's so ratchet, but some guy was like, you were a little drunk at the last time I saw you and you slapped me. And I was like, You're oh, like, yep. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, yeah, that happened. He was like, no, <laughs> would you slap me again? I was like, oh, my God. And then I went on the doofy for him, and he was like, Angel doesn't have any merch left, so she slapped the fuck out of me. And, like, everyone was commenting, like, oh, man, that's great. She looks like the person <laughs> She looks like the person to slap you and then get you some so, ice. So you kind of made it then. Like, you can slap people in public. Oh, my God. And be celebrated. Slap them hard, too. Um I don't think I made it, you know, but... I'm just listening. You haven't made it, nah. I mean... <laughs> no, it's a good thing. It's a good thing not to make oh, it yet. Man. Get the fuck out of here. It's a good thing. I, I see that's no, a good thing. No, like, like for I real. I don't feel like I have either. And I think if you haven't no, made it yet, yeah. then you still got room to grow. Like, you're on the Lots way to make it. You're on a beautiful highway to make it. My bad. That came off really fast. No, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. I was like, ooh. You're not there yet because you're not, no. you have room to grow. And you're like, right. watching the show on Friday, you can see that whole thing. Like, yeah. And that was what's so much fun watching you perform is that like... You could actually see the growth from where you were. You can see where you're going, and like it's uh, that's what's really fun. Like about what I do is just like the observer on the sidelines. Yeah. Like watching people do what they do. Uh, it was so so much fun watching this. So I did not mean it like that. I mean, no, I like, don't care. If you have played, like, like if you already made it, Shardy like, gonna make it, baby. If you don't have anywhere to grow, then what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, like you got places to go from here, and that's what's exciting about what you're doing. Okay. Right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Damn, I really be... had to qualify that one. That one. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Psalm was over here like, what? <laughs> That bitch ain't make it yet. No, but no, I mean, it feels like you have a great path set for you right now. What's uh, what's going next? What's happening? What do you got going on? I am working on an album. Okay, full thing. It'll be my debut album, and it's coming out next year. 
I can't really say who it's with or who's on it. All right, we'll keep it um, lock and key for now. It's on the lowest of lows. Are you working with a label on this? First. Is that something that's still on the list? What is it? Are you working with a label? Is this with... I am working slightly with a label. Okay. But it's mostly well, we're me. We're not going to... We're not mentioning. We're not going to talk about it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, predominantly it's me. I would love to get it put on a label. Okay. And out, you know, so that it could, you know, get to as many people as possible. Most definitely. I'd love to go back on tour, like, one month down. I think there's a great run for a first tour. But I mean, fuck it. Give me a three month. Give me a six month. I'm ready. Let me go to Europe. I'm here. I'm here for it. You're just like, in tour mode now. Yeah, I want to. I want to do it. Like I already wanted to do it, and like now that I've done it, I'm like that. I'm like I'm tired, but a bitch could go. Well, I feel like, like you did a great job. Like if you if you did what you did Friday night across mm-hmm. the country, you had to have a lot of people. There was only like three shows some- that I did 80 percent last night, or on Friday was 100. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah, I did three shows at like 80 because I was like. Mm-hmm. Like, One was sound and two was me. Okay. But I try to give 100 every night because I'm like, I don't care if there's 10 people or 10,000 people. Like, you're going to get the same angel. There you go. You know, you deserve it. That's what's up. So, especially if you're going to come give me merch money or just money in general. When you sold out of it all, too, didn't you? I sold out of it and people still gave me money. There we go. They're like, you did great. Here's $50. I'm or like, a slap in the oh, face. Or a slap. I mean, I'll slap you for a price. Come to the merch boots. <laughs> Depends like how much elbow you want behind it. Well, you want you want me to really, yeah. I hit him with the I hit him with the cup. I got the wind in that bitch, and then <laughs> and then at the end I just opened up. You had a full strategy. That's got the wind opened up, and he couldn't hear for a minute, but it was good. <laughs> I was so scared. I was like, "Are you okay?" He was like, "Oh, I loved it." I was like, "Oh." Oh, it's got weird. It's got weird immediately. I was like, yeah, you see this? I was like, "You like this shit? You fucking masochist." Oh shit! This immediately got weird. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he's like, she put her hands on my shoulders and told me I was great, and I was like, "You are. You are great." And then you walked away deaf. Yeah, and that guy hasn't heard out of his right ear. <laughs> oh, I love him. Shout out him. Shout out that guy. Shout out that guy. Wherever he is. Maybe he's watching Fucking this. sweetie. Who knows? <laughs> well, shit. Let's get out of here. This has been great. Mild Sauce Live. Yeah. We've been uh, hanging out, eating pizza, drinking oh, drinks, talking shit. Boneless wings. We got Sorba Grateful. At every major place that you can get music. I hate this part because there's too many places, but it's in all the places. I mean, it's everywhere, but if you go and get it on iTunes or Spotify or Tidal, if you're a real nigga, Spotify. Tidal's in that room, though. I mean, Tidal. I fuck with Tidal. I I pay for it every month. I love Tidal. All right. right. High five, baby. Let's go. Shout out Jay Z and Beyonce because that's the only reason I'm there is Beyonce. (laughs) Um, Beyonce. Yeah, man. For real. But yeah, Sorba Grateful, out everywhere. Uh, check that out. We have it up on the site, milesauce.co. It's playing on the radio station all the time, milesauce.co slash radio. Young and Silky, Angelina. No, no more Angelina. No more Angelina. No, no more Angelina. Angelina. Angelina's dead. Uh, Angelina's a diva, and yeah. she's dead. All right, the diva's dead, but Angel Davenport is still Angel here. Davenport lives, but Angelina can fucking die. All right, we're there. <laughs> we got Angel Davenport. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you, and thank you for writing such a good article. Because hey, um, I reread it today, and I was like, that's my dog. Hey, yeah. It's easy when you've been around, you know what I hey, mean? You know. <laughs> when you a good writer, and you do shit for real, nigga. What are you like? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. All right, this is enough. We're getting out of here. Miles Sauce <laughs> Live, Angel Davenport, Jake Perez. Uh, we back again soon sometime. Back again, bitches. Until then, peace. I love the way you real. love the way you keep real. I love the way you shine. Love it when you keep it
shine.